Welcome back to the National Links Trust Podcast. In today's episode, we welcome on Micah Thomas, a professional golfer who grew up at the historic Langston Golf Course. In addition to her professional and amateur golf careers, Micah is a talented artist and published children's author. With this eclectic background, today's interview covers a wide variety of topics. This episode also serves as an announcement of some very exciting news. National Links Trust has signed Micah to an ambassadorship position where she will represent NLT with our logo on her bag at tournaments around the country this year. This is big news for us. We can't wait to watch her this year. Now let's get right into the interview. Hi, my name is Will Smith, co-founder of National Links Trust and your host for today's National Links Trust podcast. Um, we were very fortunate and honored to have Micah Thomas as our uh, guest today. Uh, Micah is a new ambassador for National Links Trust, um, which means she'll be representing us as she uh, is out there pursuing her dream of becoming a, a, a professional on the LPGA Tour. Uh, and we're super excited to have her. She's a, a wonderful young lady and a product of our very own Langston golf course. So, um, and, and, and there's so much more to her than, than just a golfer. So we're, we're really pleased to, to announce that and have her here today. So Micah, uh, welcome. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me on. <laughs> yeah. Our, our pleasure. Um, was there a moment growing up, um, that was an epiphany or an aha moment where you realized that golf was, was going to be your thing? Um, you know, I would have to say, when I won my first tournament um, at Langston, uh, I would have to say that was probably the aha moment. Um, it was the Optimus International Tournament of Champions. Uh, so pretty much it says it in the name. And at 10 years old, I mean, it was like an indescribable feeling of pure joy and excitement. Um, and to do it at Langston, you know, where I where I grew up playing golf. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it was just... It was like a no-brainer. I was like, okay, this is my sport. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So, you know, obviously uh, you don't just uh, roll out of out of bed and become an Optimist champion. Uh, how did you get into the game? And and tell us a little about your journey to, to that point and then, and then a little bit forward from there. Yeah, of course. Um, I would have to say when, when I first started, um, you know, turn, uh, Langston uh, Golf Course was definitely a place where, you know, it prepared me, um, like with different instructors and as well as the um, the facility as a whole. Um, it definitely had like a sense of, of a community and support. Um, there was never a day that went by where I just, um, where I didn't feel that. Um, and so um, there was two girls specifically um, uh, that were my mentors at the time uh, during the all girls league. Um, they were playing competitive golf and winning, you know, on uh, and just winning junior tournaments. And so I became so inspired um, that I wanted to do the same. Uh, so at about like uh, 7 a.m., like on the weekends, um, their father would drive me to Langston and we would practice together. Um, and I truly felt like I was one of them. That's great. And your you, your introduction to the game was was through first tee or through them or how did you first um, pick up a club? So uh, it was actually through the first tee of Washington D.C. And I would say that uh, it's kind of funny. We kind of say that I was born to play golf because uh, it really started when my mom uh, she played when uh, she was uh, pregnant with me. So it was like sowing the seeds of a lifelong love for the sport. That's great. Um, and you know, obviously, winning is is a uh, is a is a big hook, but what else about the game really drew you to it? Yeah, of course. Um, 
So, I mean, just the traveling aspect, um, you know, going to different um, states, even countries, um, you know, just playing golf, um, you know, meeting new people. Uh, that was also a big thing for me. Um, definitely the, the amount of support that you get, um, the different communities. Um, like I said, like at Langston, I mean, there were just so many uh, different uh, programs, junior programs that I was a part of that really helped instrument um, my success today. Yeah, I know uh, I saw in one article um, you referenced the Jimmy Garvin All-Stars. I know that was probably sort of phasing out right when you were coming in, if I've got my dates right. But you were part of that program? I was, yes. That was a, a very, very great program, um, especially for, uh, you know, it just allowed us to like travel to different uh, to different countries, like, to you know, to just like play and to be able to see, you know, the opportunities that we had. I mean, that was yeah, that was big. That was really big for me. That's great. And I know you referenced the Wake Robins as well. You, you Yes. Um, what was your interaction or continued interaction with them? Uh, so they, um, so basically as, uh, if you, if you don't know about Wake Robin, they, uh, they originally started at Langston. And so, um, it's a group of women, um, an African-American women that, um, uh, that play there. And so, um, I am a member, uh, the youngest member uh, of them. And so, you know, it's it's just, it's really, really uh, amazing to continue that uh, that uh, generation, you know, especially in the new era of today. That's great. Um, so it seems like competitive golf was very much part of of your journey in golf from a very young age. Um, at, at what point did it sort of transition from Hey, I like to play competitive golf. To this is something that I might want to do for for a living and really pursue that dream. Yeah, um, you know, I guess it kind of starts with, um, you know, of course at Langston, you know, like I said, they always uh, gave us like, you know, they, they never, uh, you know, stopped to give us like a history on like why we would be doing this, and I think that when you hear it from uh, from people that came before you. Uh, it really gives you a sense of why this is so important. Um, and so less than 1% of, you know, of African-American uh, golfers are uh, professional, you know, that play professionally on tour. Um, and so I really held that deep in, deep in my heart um, every time I step out on the course, because I know I'm representing that one, that less than 1%. Um, and so that's, that's pretty much my why. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, being a professional golfer is, is, uh, and maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. Um, but it, it's, it's really hard, um, for, for anybody and, oh, yeah. um, for someone who grew up playing at Langston, uh, probably an even further journey. Um, what, what, you know, tell us a little bit about the support system growing up and into college and, and how that helped you pursue your dream. Definitely. Um, so I would say that definitely being a part of various, you know, programs, um, you know, even outside of Langston, uh, like being a part of uh, just like going to Crofton, uh, Crofton Country Club, um, being a part of like the uh, first tee, the first tee of Greater Washington, D.C., they've really helped me to, um, to, uh, gather like equipment um, and also just put me in touch with the right people that can really um, uh, 
take my game to the highest level possible. Um, when you have like people like that in your corner, I mean, it really just, it helps you to see that anything is really possible. A community, you know, just having a community is just, is just beautiful um, because it allows like those hard days when you really cannot, when you really can't see it, you know, sometimes when you can't see that dream, um, that community that's really behind you cheering you on. I mean, it's, it's, it's beautiful. So. It's great. Um, well, one of your highlights as a junior uh, had to have been representing the first team of greater DC, greater, greater Washington out at the nat the 2014 nature Valley first tee open uh, out at, at Pebble beach. Right. That must've yeah. been quite something. Oh yeah. That was, that was again, indescribable feeling. Um, so I play with Olin Brown. Um, and he's, so he's a DC, DC yes, guy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was incredible. Um, so I, uh, I think what, uh, what happened. So we played, yes, Pebble beach and, um, trying to think of the other course that we played. Um, but I mean, it was just a wonderful time. Um, uh, especially that one hole where I had like the shot of the day, um that was just like wow you know like I think right before that I had like an interview you know uh, Olin Brown he was just you know talking and introducing me and you know we had like a little interview on the course and then you know the shot from like I think it was 70 yards or something like that over a bunker um uh, and the one thing that I know I've, I've been practicing on was that very shot and so um you know I just Pull all my trust in it and you know lo and behold almost almost got that eagle I'm still a little mad about it but <laughs> you know I uh yeah so it was it was a really great time and you know that again those moments I mean they really pushed me forward and saying oh you know I belong here you know to be doing this you know in front of a camera and like you know do this on a historical golf course I mean it's nothing can really beat that yeah, it's that's must have been an incredible moment and a and a great mo a memory that probably really propelled you to to want to sort of get inside the ropes more and yeah, most definitely at that stage. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, and so that was 2014. Um, you you went to uh, uh, Archbishop Spalding High School in Severn, where your team won the the state championship, right? Yes. Um, and you committed in 2015 to to play college golf at. Savannah College of Art and Design. Um, I'm a big fan of Savannah and SCAD. What what drew you to 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 Savannah and SCAD? Yeah, of course. Uh, so basically, I um, so I used to, or I still do. I still paint uh, from like time to time whenever I can. Um, but I paint portraits. Um, so basically, people's faces on canvas with oil paint. Um, that was like my biggest thing. Um, and so. Um, yeah, that kind of uh, helped me to get into um, into SCAD um, by winning like the Gold Key uh, Scholastic Award, um, which was huge. Um, and uh, what else? I say that my biggest um, my biggest aspiration as far as the art realm was uh, film, and so I really wanted to be like a like a film producer, you know, like on the side or you know just just to, uh, dive into that world. Um, and so, uh, so I created my, uh, produced and directed my own film called Our House is on Fire. Um, and so it features Greta Thunberg, who is the, uh, the climate activist. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's won, it's won, I think, yeah, six awards, five domestically and one internationally. So, 
Uh, yeah, it's really, yeah. So, you know, um, I just love to dive into art and keep it in, uh, keep it wherever I go. Um, and so now I'm an author of the Pin in the Peanut book. And so, yeah. <laughs> Hey everyone, real quick, just wanted to plug some new additions to the NLT online shop. We're really lucky to have a great relationship with Holderness and Born, and we've recently released a new print polo with our East Potomac Centennial logo on the sleeve. We also restocked Centennial logo putter covers and added a new support your local muni sticker as well. To shop these items and more new arrivals and restocks, tap the link in the show notes or visit shopnlt.com. Now, let's get back to the episode. You had a very successful college career, uh five top five finishes, 10 other top tens. Um, you were, you finished top five, top five amateur finished the Maryland women's open in 2020 and 2021. Yeah. What, um, you know, when you got out of college, you're, you're obviously a very bright woman, very talented in, in uh, the art space. What, what, what were you thinking and what ultimately led you to decide to turn pro? Yeah. Um, I would say, so when I was a freshman in college, um, I did win. That was like the first freshman and the first African-American to win the direct qualifier to bring my team to uh, to nationals for the first time. That right there was like the pivotal moment for me, um, because I mean, there was like, you know, I mean, it was just like, wow, you know, I did that. Um, and so I think I also won one in my senior year. Um, and so those moments right there, they really helped propel me to, um, to take it further. Um, I will also say again, like with the, with the 1% that also helped me because when I saw, um, cause it's like, you know, I, I had a choice, you know, I always say it was always the toughest decision that I had to make, uh, in my life because I did have a decision to either go into the workforce or to play golf. And so, um, and honestly speaking, I saw um, a lot of the people that I uh, play golf with in junior golf uh, not pursue it. Um, you know, they just went straight into the workforce. Um, and so I said, let me be the one, you know, let me let me be the one and take um, to see how far I can go, um, because I know that, you know, I have the support I have the talent. Uh, I believe in myself wholeheartedly that I can do this. I've seen it happen, uh, especially when there was when there was no way. You know, God made a way, um, and so these moments right here they they've helped me. So I know that I can do it. That's great. Well, uh, we can't wait to root you on and, and be supportive of any way we possibly can. Um, you know, obviously being a professional golfer. Uh, while also sort of keeping your hand in the art space, uh, it's all about uh, sort of prioritizing and time management. Um, you know, you've, 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 as you mentioned, you've written this book, Penny and the Peanut. Um, tell us, tell us about that. And how do you carve out time to, to sort of stay creative and stay in, stay uh, with your, with your hand in, in some other projects? Yeah, of course. Um, so Penny and the Peanut is a story about food allergies um, it's based off of my cousin, Ty, who was severely allergic to all nuts. Um, and so I originally wrote it back when I was like a junior in high school. Um, and so it was uh, to help my my young cousin, I think she was five at the time, uh, to help her understand her condition. Uh, and so I, yeah, so I just wrote it just for her. And so she loved it. And as she grew older, she said it helped her become an advocate for her health. Um, so as I write, you know, as I, uh, 
as I was rewriting the book and, you know, just uh, publishing it and everything, um, I feel as though it's, it's a way of me to escape almost, or like to kind of, um, to help me, it kind of helps me to calm, you know, like keep calm, like during these pressure moments, especially in professional golf, because it's hard, you know, let's, you know, let's all be honest, professional golf is very hard. Uh, so it definitely helps me to keep calm and to keep going uh, when these hard moments hit. Um, and also it helps me to give back, you know, like to, to the kids. Um, so, you know, a lot of people, uh, they don't understand food allergies and so, and how it can have an impact on people. So that's what I do it for. That's great. Um, okay. Let's, let's toggle back to golf. Uh, again, this is where your brain probably is all the time, but toggling between yeah. golf and art. And why were you so interested in being an NLT ambassador? I think you've touched on it a little bit, but what, what about our mission um, is important to you and uh, and maybe uh, how uh, some of what we strive to do has helped you uh, as you grew up uh, and, and got into the game? Yeah. Um, so again, like with NLT, you know, you guys um, do such a great job in preserving, you know, these golf courses, these, these historical golf courses. Um, and so I think uh, it's just... Um, so you ensure that municipal golf courses like Langston thrive and they serve their communities. Um, so the NLT is like dedication, like to preserving and revitalizing historical golf courses align with my belief in the importance of, uh, of these valuable resources. Um, so for future generations to enjoy. So, you know, that's, that's pretty much um, what it is. And so every time I go back uh, to Langston uh, nowadays, I just, you know, I'm just so glad that it's still standing. It's still um, it's still alive and well. You know, affordability and accessibility, uh, we feel are are essential to to create that next generation of golfers. Um, the golfers that are currently looking up to you uh, and that hopefully, say, 10 years down the road, will be pursuing their own dreams of playing professional okay. golf. And so, um, yeah, Michael, we're, we're so excited to have you on the team and have you as an ambassador. Um, you know, I don't, I'm not sure if there's anything more to cover, uh, but, you know, is there, is there anything that the, well, I, I do want to talk a little bit about what you're doing right now. Um, you're down in Orlando, uh, I'm sure grinding every day about uh, trying to, trying to, to, to uh, become a better golfer and, and get onto the LPGA tour. You know, tell us a little bit about your day to day and, you know, what you, what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm just, um, been working. So yeah, so I, so as you said, I did move to Florida about two years ago. Um, and so to pursue my goal of, uh, playing on the LPGA and winning. Um, so my current status, uh, right now is, uh, playing on the Annika Women's All Pro Tour, which is the stepping stone to Epson and, uh, playing on the LPGA qualifiers and Q school. Um, so I'm definitely very excited for this, um, for this, uh, season to start. Um, and yeah, I mean, everything is, uh, everything is definitely aligning with each other and I just can't wait to see how it all plays out. That's great. Well, we wish you the best of luck. Um, can't wait to follow along and, uh, you're going to have the NLT logo on your bag and, uh, you know, encourage any one of our supporters to, if they see you out on the golf course to say hello and, uh, wish you luck. Um, Michael, this has been an absolute pleasure chatting with you today, and we're so excited to have you as part of uh, the NLT family. Thank you. I appreciate that. I am too.
Thanks again to Micah for joining the pod. We are so happy to have her as ambassador for NLT. Stay tuned for the next episode of the National Interest Trust Podcast.